We are excited to be continuing our Optimus Creed series about the Optimus Creed, which is an inspiration and motivation statement of value that Optimus clubs around the world use to close their meeting. It is my pleasure to introduce our 2021-22 president, Miss Patsy Garner. Patsy, thanks for being on with us today. Thank you so much, Shane and Teresa. It's really good to be here today. Well, one of these things that we're doing with their Optimus Creed series is we're interviewing past presidents. And Patsy, let's talk a little bit about the year that you were president because you were part of the first, I like to call power couple that had a husband-wife duo as presidents of Optimist International, but tell us a little bit about your journey to become Optimist International president. Absolutely. Um, Let's pause this for just a second. I wasn't, hang on, Teresa, pause it. I wasn't planning to, Jackie Shane, would you like to? Thank you, Shane. Ken and I have had quite the journey as we have gone through Optimism. We met as lieutenant governors. We we had our year together in competition as lieutenant governors. I was the governor immediately after. He was the governor following. And this is when uh, we developed that connection with each other and eventually um, shared our life together. Um, We have had an amazing journey and optimism with him being president and then me following afterwards. Those two years were completely different. Uh, Life had changed and uh, we had experienced, even my year as president, we had experienced the COVID prior to us going in. And we've had many discussions about um, how... And I'm going to say the mistakes of the past had we had to learn through each of those, uh, because, again, our journeys were different. And uh, however, respectful for um, each other's journey, I had to address it in a little different avenue than what we had to with him being president. We thoroughly enjoyed sharing that journey together with both of us um, uh, serving in this. And trust me, we were honored and very humbled with the fact that we both served in that capacity. So um, uh, again, it was an amazing journey and it was one that I supported him, he supported me, and uh, we just attacked the challenges of the world that came before us. Now, when you were Optimus president, obviously there was a journey with Ken being president, so you were a little familiar with the role of the presidency. But let's talk about your journey of becoming president, because you obviously started as lieutenant governor, moved up the ranks. Tell us a little bit about how you were, so, how you became selected and became a you know member of the board and stuff like that when you were becoming Optimus president. Absolutely. And this is a great opportunity to, uh, uh, to, to uh, talk about that situation, because I understand right now that candidate qualifications is meeting at this particular time to talk about who our future leaders are. I kind of buck the system. And this goes back to my probably a story of my childhood and if we want to go there in a minute, we 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 definitely can. Uh, I was a rebellious uh, kid and uh, did not let anyone tell me that I could not uh, do anything. And as vice president, yes, as vice president, I received a call from Canada called qualifications asking me to serve as vice president. But as the board of directors, I made a choice uh, that that was a direction that I wished to go. I did watch. Uh, Ken Garner, uh, and all of that he had experienced uh, being on the board of directors. And I knew that that was something that I felt 
I wanted to do as um, an individual and to help me grow was to be on the board of directors of Optimus International. So I chose to run for that position. And uh, thank goodness where we're at. Um, I was elected in that position and very grateful. That was a very learning experience. And it was one that uh, we put this uh, line of our Optimus Creed to play as you go into that office um, as a board of directors member and understanding that, yes, our past is important and we have to learn from our past, but we also have to press on to what is ahead of us. And then came the office of president. Um, it, again, it was it, it was something that I had not really considered again because he was president. And then understanding that we are uh, individuals. And then I think I had a lot to um, offer at that time. So I chose to run for that position. And again, uh, thank goodness, um, our members chose that um, I was the right person for the job. It was an amazing experience being president of Optimist International. But again, it was something that you had to go into knowing there are so many mistakes that we all made and so many challenges that we all had to face in our past to move forward into our present and into our future. And I'm hoping that I I took that into my presidency and that that was a message that I portrayed. When we talk about being president, you know, you talk about the experiences you get to have because it obviously is a once in a lifetime experience. Is there a memory that sticks out for you in particular about your year as president that was your favorite or something that really moved you when you were president? I think that that was the, what moved me most was the passion of our members and I know that that's, that's probably something that we could all probably say, but having been the only president that has, again, we came right off of COVID. And because we came right off of COVID, members were trying to reconnect and they were trying to meet and they hadn't figured out where they were during our year um, in the 21-22 Optimist year. And that was we call it the Zoom year, and that was the year that we had to meet uh, via Zoom, but try to be present in real life as well. And because of that, the memory that I will take with me is being present at over 2,300 Zoom calls with clubs and lieutenant governors and leaders and board members and uh, districts just being there, sharing the experience that was happening in our lifetime on a platform that was available to us in that specific year. That is something that they could not have happened in the past. And that's something that will probably never happen in the future unless we have another one of these uh, pandemics or epidemic of some, some, some you know, big venture, but it was exciting. And every moment that I got on a call and I heard the members' passion, it invigorated me. And people were like, how do I move forward? And again, that goes with our life, our, our line of the creed. How do we forget what we have in the past? And it's not forgetting how we forget those mistakes because we were at a 
point in our lifetime where a lot of clubs were on the verge of potentially going away and they embraced something new. And to me, that was an amazing memory to watch how people re re reinvented themselves and became something new so they could serve new kids of today. COVID was a real, what we want to call test for everybody to figure out how to make things work more smoothly. Because I was on a lot of Zoom calls, probably not 2,300 Zoom calls, but uh, I was on a lot of them as well. <laughs> well, someone asked me one time, did you really start counting them? And then at one point I didn't because it was just like every day. Uh, I was blessed to have someone here in the household that was taking care of things at the house and that was that understood what I was going through. And as we sat there and I would spend Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, and every Sunday and Monday night and Tuesday night, but that's what we did. We connected and we had such a beautiful experience. But again, it, it all points back to this line of this creed that we're talking about. And it's it's pressing on to our new beginnings and pressing on to the greater achievements of what we can do in the world that we serve in optimism. And obviously, you this creed line of the creed is something that's very important to you, to forget the mistakes of the past and to press on to greater achievements of the future, because we were able to work through Zoom to achieve great things in our communities. It is. It's very passionate. And and I'm going to take a second and go back to to where I think that this line of the this creed probably and not only just injured my life, but optimism in general. My story of optimism truly goes back to my childhood and, and being raised in the 60s and 70s was different life than than what we have today. We had five children growing up together, all born with a six-year period. So life was very challenging. I was a 15 years in the Girl Scouts holding the distinction of being a first-class Girl Scout. For the most part, I was a good kid, which I kept mostly in check until I graduated from high school, which I think most people do. And it was in the 70s that I embraced all those years. And for the next 15 years was very challenging for me. I was married twice, divorced twice, but had two beautiful children that just, I, every time I looked at them, it reminded me to be better to not let my decisions or bad choices weigh me down and to stay present, appreciation, appreciating what we had. And that as they grew up, they grew up into an amazing wives, husbands, mothers, fathers, and strong professional careers. The past does not define you. My optimist story goes back to 1989 when my mother instructed me to be part of our fourth grade cheerleading life and sponsor her team. In doing so, it was mandatory to join that optimist club. That was 34 years ago. But more importantly, I stayed because of all the relationships and all of the, the projects that seeing the kids on the field and joy clubs and projects, just that happy feeling of optimism that I get inside of me, knowing that possibly something I did changed the lives of others. On the stage of the Atlantic Convention in July 2020, I addressed in my president-elect message to the convention delegates, I quoted Eleanor Roosevelt that once said, future belongs to the beauty of those who believe in their dreams. And I continued in noting that I've had an amazing 67 years of life. But time after time, I've been told I can't, but I did. I've experienced physical, 
mental and verbal abuse, but I got back up. I made bad choices. I've made good choices professionally. I don't have a college degree, but I educated myself through those careers. And in my optimist career, I don't own a distinguished ring, but during that amazing experience as governor, I met the man of my dreams and ended up with the ring of a lifetime. So to me, forgetting the mistakes of the past and pressing on to the greater achievements of the future is encompassing all of life's challenges and a reminder to never let anyone tell you that you can't. Acknowledge your past and understanding that your past is not your future unless you live there. And if one can move past or forget what is behind and strive towards what is ahead, dreams do come true. And that be said, ask the Texas Rangers, dreams do come true. I did see a lot of posts of you attending those games. So I was very cool to watch you uh, be able to be there for that uh, four to one World Series win. We were the, the, the hardest part of having tickets, the season tickets that we do within the Texas Rangers is uh, understanding that you will or will not ever be in something that is as is is amazing as the World Series. And again, after 52 years being there and being at that game five, which was which was or was not a good game, but however, being at every one of those that we potentially could be at to watch them get to this journey and watch them go in their mind, they truly encompassed this line of the Optimus Creed. And that is to every game, you have to forget what just happened to you. If it was a bad game, forget that. You truly, all the interviews that they had, they all said, we have to put that behind us and we have to look to the present. We have to be in the present. And today is a new game. And today is a new opportunity. And we'll win this game. And when we win this game, we'll look at tomorrow and we'll win that game tomorrow. And by golly, they are world champions. It's absolutely amazing. Moving forward, Patsy, what are some of the things you're hoping to achieve in your optimist career? Because you've obviously gone all the way to the top, but more importantly, I think it's stuff that we do as a club member that really impacts our communities. Jane, you are 100% right. And during my presidency, that was the one thing that I truly stressed. And that's why I was on so many club meetings, because it is about the club member. And it's about what we do in our, our individual clubs that makes a difference. It's not necessarily what happens at the top. It's happened. And, and the top, to me, is the club and the members within their club. Um, I currently... I'm serving. Some say I've gone a step backwards, but I think I've gone a step forward. I'm currently serving as secretary in one of my clubs, and I'm serving as treasurer of another one of my clubs. And it is huge being those positions in both of these clubs, because what I'm trying to jump back in, especially in the sports type arena, is to teach our upcoming generation of the world of optimism and that whatever may have happened in the past of that specific arena, they have the option and the where within them to make something even better and to inspire more kids and to motivate 
motivate more kids. So I'm very active within my optimist uh, clubs. And again, that's exactly where it points to, uh, you know, my, my husband, Ken, is the president of one of our clubs. So we've just kind of jumped back in there and realized that that, that is exactly where the direction that we need to know to be. Not only that, I am a lieutenant governor in a brand new district that merged with the Texas and the North Texas and the Oklahoma districts. It's the new Texoma district. And we're very excited about that. And I am jumping back in to the one position that I think is so important within Optimus International, and that is the lieutenant governor. And I jumped back into that to bring all of our clubs that focus on our sports arena, serving you through sports, to bring them all together and to talk about how we can serve kids into our future. And I, I, I truly believe that that is our direction. I work very hard at, um, especially after coming off of the board of directors, actually nine, uh, 10, one, I am officially no longer on the board of directors of Optimus International. So I had to find something within me that inspired me to a whole new level of um, motivation and where I'm, where I'm going. And I truly believe that everyone has got to find that person, group, team that inspires you to do that. And I looked to um, reading books and to listening to webinars. Um, I, I, I read the book by Matthew McConaughey, Green Lights, and it's basically about recognizing the yellow and those red lights first, which are the nose and the detours, the illnesses, failures, um, that you might have in your life and turning those into the yeses and the green lights. And to me, those are the forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater of the uh, achievements of the future. And that inspired me. Um, I listened to a lot of Tony Robbins. Um, I attended a session recently in which he reminded us of the nine steps of um, letting go of the past. And I wrote five of them down because I use these five steps when um, talking to my um, West Hanley, and I say my, I'm the advisor of the West Hanley Elementary Junior Optimist Club. And these are fourth and fifth graders. And we talk about the lines of the Optimist Creed and what they mean to them. And when we talk specifically about this line, forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future, they they are baffled. And they're like, Miss Patsy, do we really need to forget? And so they're fourth and fifth graders. And we're sitting here talking through this, through this thing. So I find the five lines that Tony Robbins talks about. And one is finding a purpose. And as fourth and fifth graders, they may not understand what they that purpose may be. But I tell them that we may all, every one of us, will face setbacks and challenges. But if you're strong enough and you find a purpose, you will eventually stay focused and dedicated. I tell them that they need to shift their focus from negatives to positive. Because trust me, these fourth and fifth graders on the east side of Fort Worth have a lot of challenges. And they have got to address those as they move forward. I think one of the most important ones is teach yourself to be 
present. What Tony Robbins says about this is to remember the present is the only time that matters. The future only exists in your imagination and the past only exists in your memories. And your memories can be tainted with potential falsehood. And so to me, the only thing that is real is what is happening now. And this is a message I take to our Junior Optimist Club because that is so powerful. So in my afterlife of being president of Optimist International, I understand that being present in our Optimist Club is pressing on toward the future and forgetting about the past. Patsy, I think you're setting the example of a past president going back to their club and still making a difference, proving that they still can make a difference in their communities, even when you've been a past international president. Well, I think we all have to, as optimists and, and, and as leaders, we, we understand, we have to understand our why. And we have to go back to our steps and our journey of how we got to where we are. And I do not take that for granted. It was a an amazing journey uh, to go through all of these steps from being a young girl who joined her club 34 years ago and then joined another club to be a part of a community and to now know that I can be that uh, that that motivator and that leader to help somebody else potentially have that journey. Um, you know, as as we go through, there's another inspiration that I haven't quite quite tapped in. And the in, another inspiration I have in my life is our Bible class that we teach on uh, Sunday morning. Ken and I have had this class since they were kindergarten kids. So we're talking, you know, uh, or, or I guess first grade. So we're talking six-year-old kids. Well, they're now sixth graders. And anyone that's dealt with sixth graders, you understand uh, they're, they're they're challenging and they're uh, they're going through a period in their life where they're they're questioning. These sixth graders are bright and funny and inquisitive. And they, their need to grow, I think, in the world is 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 very, very uh, inspiring to me. And each and every time, uh, you know, I I think about, and there's a scripture that's Philippians three thirteen fourteen that basically tells us to lead us to look into the future and forget about the past and press on towards that greater goal of the greater prize which reminds me, of course, of the day that um, I was baptized back in November 21. When I came out of that water, a feeling of understanding of newness truly filled my soul, and I it, it truly changed my life. And I believe that led me to be the leader that I was as president of Optimus International. And I think of the life that I could potentially be um, as Optimus, I think forgetting the past and pressing on to the greater achievements of the future is that newness. And we just have to keep that in mind. Patsy, thank you for sharing your optimist journey with us and helping us to make sure that all of our optimist families are living and practicing the optimist creed. Thank you, Shane, for much for having me today. And um, uh, thank you. Thank the world for being optimism. Please join us in reciting the Optimist Creed with our past international presidents. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. To talk health, happiness, and prosperity. 
to every person you meet. To make all your friends feel that there is something in them. To look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. To think only of the best, to work only for the best, and to expect only the best. To be just as enthusiastic about the success of others as you are about your own. To forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. To wear a cheerful countenance at all times and give every living creature you meet a smile. To give so much time to the improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. To be too large for worry, too noble for anger, too strong for fear, and too happy to prevent the presence of trouble. Thank you for listening to this series focused on the Optimist Creed. The Optimist Creed is the official creed of Optimist International adopted in 1922. The creed is something that every member of Optimist International strives to follow. To find out more about the opportunities of Optimist International, please visit our website or better yet, find a local Optimist club in your area to start helping make the world a better place.